Depod. Podding to live. Podding to live. This in pod we trust. In pod we trust. The this melting. is the final episode of The Skinny with Mike and Adam. It's been a rough 2018, 2018. Mike. It's been the longest goddamn year of my entire goddamn life. Well, I mean, when you impregnate your wife and then force I did her that to... in 2017. Yeah, I know. But then force <laughs> her to, like, poop a baby out. That was not the difficult part. She I mean, did all that work. Yeah. I didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> just like, oh, get her to the hospital, whatever. Okay, you just have to show up for all the, the poopy and the vomity parts. Because like when she was in labor, I was downstairs eating in the cafeteria, stuffing my face. And then she texted well, me, cafeteria food, where right? are you? <laughs> like the baby was born at 145 and like at 1230, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to eat a salad and a sandwich and chips and a cookie. <laughs> Meet up cookie. <laughs> Because she's, oh, she's going to be hours, whatever. And then like, plop, plop, here comes the baby. So anyway, the best albums <laughs> of the year. We made it. I we can't believe to, it. We had, to, we had to suffer through the slog of last year or this year. It was a slog, Ew, right? Those are some bad albums, man. I know. That was a lot of slog. I wish we could have a year where we have zero bad albums. That's what I was hoping for when I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut my albums. That way my yeah. worst albums of the year is going to be hard. We're going to be like nope. 40% or better. <laughs> Turns out it was just as just as easy to make a bad album. It's just I don't know. It's just like the natural law of things. We've been doing this. This is our seventh year in a row yeah. of doing best ofs lists. Mm-hmm. And there's always at least one that's... A two out of 12, yep. you know. <laughs> Have you ever had a zero? Other than Ultra Rare by 100th. Oh, whoa. And whatever that four-song EP from Bad Channels was. No, a bad, a zero. No, you like that album. No, the first EP was great. The second EP was terrible, and we never talked about it again. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you did like four more songs, and they were all... That's right, yeah, yeah. Really, and we just put them really in a collection, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I forgot to mention that last year that it was one of my zeros out of four. <laughs> that was just EP though. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you never had like a zero zero album. Never or... a zero album. Oh, Always okay. at least one track. That Stay I positive, can... baby. Stay positive. Even what's that band? Escape the fate. <laughs> Escape the fate, or the one with oh the one that everybody likes from Texas that I hate. That oh, I... every time I die. Every time I die. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Always at least a one or a two, <laughs> every mm-hmm. album. I'm just never going to listen to another album. Ever me. the optimist. But we're not talking about that anymore. We got through that for a reason. The best. Damn it. These are the best albums of 2018, according to Mike and Adam. We've come a long way in just two weeks. Yeah, as people, I'd say so. As men, I'm like in such a less puke-filled environment I these mean, days. congratulations on getting promoted to CEO of your entire country. The whole country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and let's see. This week, let's see, what's what, what's tomorrow's date or what's Monday's date when this comes out? Um, you know, because the the December honorable, something. <laughs> the honorable mentions are coming out on the fourth. Yes, right. Yeah, and then the so following the 11th, week is the eleventh. So yeah, the eighteenth. So today, no, sorry, day. no, the third is honorable mentions. That yeah. was honorable mentions. Wait, the and third? then the tenth. Yes, you're right. Okay, so the tenth. So I just came out of my strike week. Oh, that's right. Because my my go? union went on strike and I broke the picket line. Yeah, scabbed it up. You scab? I scabbed up so many people. But the CEO is like, I like your moxie. Mm-hmm. You can have my job. You can have my job and no union protection anymore. Because <laughs> if you're a administrator, you don't get that kind of stuff anymore. Oh, okay. So maybe I'll just go back to my old job now. Yeah. But, but you get a huge raise. There were so many crazy things that went on throughout the week because like all, all my coworkers were gone and I just had all this time to sit around and stare at the wall and deal with weird people and... And and it was so you dealt weird. with all of their weird patients too. No, but 
I got paid. Good. I, got, I made that At money. the end of the day, that's why you do it. That's, that's why you scab it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you tell them, like, I'll be there, and then you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I got stomach flu. <laughs> I'll be there for the picketing. <laughs> Good thing I got sick. Or not. <laughs> Man. I, I I got I got roped up in another pyramid scheme. Another one, third week in a row. I just gave up, and I finally joined them. Hey, okay. do you want some insurance after this? Like I, I have so much insurance in my garage; it just keeps piling up. I need to offload some of this because it's costing me an arm and a leg. I already have some insurance. Like my fiance already called off the wedding, okay, good. and like she's left me. She took all of my stuff. All, all I have insurance. left is my garage filled with insurance. Well, I'll take. Please help me. <laughs> I I'm could, drowning in insurance. I can use another insurance on top of the insurance I have. Because every right? insurance plan that you sign up with, with me and my company, gets you stock in my new fake company. Yes. And also a knife set. Would you like a knife set? <laughs> Buy three insurances, get one free. Get one free. Yes. Okay. And then I also throw in a knife set for 30% off. So that you can slit your wrist? Yes, please kill me. I'm drowning right now. <laughs> drowning in insurance. That's so sad. But I'm glad that Erica finally wised up because you really oh. were holding her back with oh, all that insurance. <laughs> I wish her the best of luck. She doesn't have insurance. <laughs> so I hope that she does well. She wasn't just staying with you for the insurance. It was mostly the knife sets. Anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> these are our these are our top ten albums of the year. And I'm really excited to talk about these, man. We must be because we'll see what happens. I'm really excited to talk about nine albums and then Sleepwalkers. <laughs> <laughs> and if my baby wakes up, my baby's been asleep for like three weeks now. Three straight this is weeks. Crazy. <laughs> so, we should probably take her to the doctor I, after this episode. After this episode. <laughs> so, um, but hopefully she doesn't wake up over the next hour and whatever we're going to end up doing here. It's okay. I, like I said. Three weeks ago, I've got a lot of practice in editing, so that's right. Well, uh, well, we should we just get started, man? Okay, do this? it. Me, you? Oh who, wait, me, I new, forgot. Me, me? I'll let you saw for a little bit. I forgot to load up my list. Okay, so the most important thing about 2018 was the fact that um, Mike and I didn't spend very much time together compared to, pre- no. to previous years where we would spend upwards of 52 weeks together. Literally every week. Yes, we spent only maybe what 30. If, do you Something think we did like about that. 30 podcasts? i got to count how many episodes we did. About that much. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, you know, but this week, this this year was, was off. There's yes. something off about this year. I've, I'm glad you that feel the same, the same way, too, because I'm like, I really miss Adam sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that carries over into the way we ranks, ranked our top 10. I don't feel like it did for okay. me. Do you feel, so you feel like it did for Cause you? I because you keep for for three weeks now you've been, been teasing I, that right. you're embarrassed of your top ten list. Well, in the night before we did our honorable and you already mentions. talked about Panic at the Disco. So like, <laughs> what are you embarrassed about? The, the night before we we started the honorable mentions, when I finalized my list, I was looking at it just like, really, these albums, mm. my top four. I'm like, yeah, these were the best. Okay, but like my five through ten, I'm gonna. Just, I mean, at least Bullet for My Valentine didn't make it that far. We, we talked about that one already, right? But 5 through 10, I was surprised okay. that they ended up as high as they did. Well, I'm so, here to reassure you. If you feel like these albums are the best, then they're the best. Then they're the best. They're, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would you like to share number 10? I think so, because okay. it doesn't matter who 
starts first. We're both going to talk about the same now <laughs> at the end. <laughs> so it, let, let's just, let's just go ahead and get started then. Okay. This one I think is actually because you told like a few weeks ago I asked you like, well, how how are you how are you doing with your re-listens and and you, you told me how you're doing and I said, well, do you have any perfect album? How many perfect albums do you have this year? And you said two. And I said like, hmm. And for a while, like I was, I was pondering, what so could be far. the other one? So far, so far, yeah. So I was pondering, what could that other album be? I think I figured it out. Frequent listeners of this show would have picked it up months ago. Am I right about this one? Is your number ten? Or is this your other perfect this album? This is one of the greatest songs of the entire year. It is. And may show up in a future podcast. But oh my God, tiny moving parts. Now, we've talked a lot about breaths of fresh air yeah. <laughs> into an otherwise stale scene. Which is interesting because this isn't a new breaking sound. This is just a really refined, well-done, well-written, entertaining album to listen to. From a, And it, it also, I think it also helps that we've never heard this band before. Right. And jump in at album four rather than start at the beginning. Exactly. Because... You know, it, it progressively gets better up into this album. Yes. This is the best of all four. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this is exactly what I needed at that exact moment in my life. This is, yeah, this album March? came out uh, in January, January 26th. Um, yeah, this was also a recommendation early in the year by uh, Dave. He recommends a lot of albums to us on a regular basis. But uh, this was, oh, what a winner. This this is a, this, this is such a fantastic album, and I'm glad that we were introduced to it. Um, I can only hope that they continue on a good path. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure their new album is probably going to come out maybe late next year, maybe early 2020, possibly. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the future of this band and listening to more of these great ditties. I agree. The whole album, like I said, start to finish. I, there's nothing I dislike about it. So it's a perfect album. It's a perfect album. So I was right. But where does it end up on the ah. top ten list? We'll find out later. Mm-hmm. Well, it's later. between four and two. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll see. Yeah, if you guys have never heard of this album, like... Uh, but I, I think start here and then go back, and to, go back the, to the one about the couch. Yeah. And then see what you think. Yeah, Because it's definitely not as good in the past. Okay. Their last album, Celebrate, was pretty good, but not this good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this is just a fantastic mm-hmm. record. Just, it, 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 but it doesn't. It's not one of those records, though. Like, it's not. It's not like the sempaternal of punk, right? This, this is just a really well-written album. It's hard to give a 35-minute album to be the sempaternal of punk, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know if I can. Well, I mean, like sempaternal, <laughs> where like it knocked down the door and it's like, no, mm-hmm. we are now going to lead the way. What the future is going to sound like. So this doesn't do that, but it's still just a damn good album. And it's just, oh. and let's not forget that Daniel talked about this band with, I think, his 2016 list. Okay. Celebrate was on his yeah. top ten list. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know. <laughs> we just didn't know at the we time. We didn't know. All right. Oops. My first album of many that will require an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, you know, you and I know this band well. We, there's history there. There's a lot of things about this band that we enjoy. There's some things about this band that we don't enjoy. But, I mean, was I surprised that this album became my number 10? I would have to say yes. So, if it's what I think it is, then... I'm just going to go ahead and play the track 
that introduced me to this album and told me it's gonna be okay adam it's gonna be okay one of your favorite bands of all time is coming back with a better album and i feel like they did a pretty darn good job i just realized you haven't talked about this yet yes the amity affliction with misery so i listened to this album several times and i took a long break and i listened to it several more times it's not a great album but yes it's a nine out of 12 and it's the math don't the math is better and the the songs are good yeah (laughs) and this song is amazing i love this song great song Mm. and let us not forget about all the other ones that are not those other two songs that we don't need to talk about (laughs) misery i love that song i think it's one of the best songs they've ever written misery is a great song i mean of course we have our terrible songs and um, I ended up not giving a pass to Kick Rocks. Mm, okay, that's but I, your final score. Huh? I did give a pass to Black Cloud. Okay. Somehow after a long break from that song, it, it I, works. I, I ended up liking it quite a bit. And so then the a, song where you agree that seeing that song live, you'll be screaming along with them. You'll still, at the end of the day, say, nah. I might Rock, scream I mean. along. I might turn my back in protest. <laughs> no, I won't kick. I might take a knee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you terrorist. <laughs> but I would definitely turn my back on those other two terrible songs, okay. D.I.E. and D.I.E. is legitimately bad. Bad song. So, but it wouldn't be a modern but, Amity Affliction album if they didn't have one goddamn terrible song. The song is great. And I, I can just enjoy majority of this album if I skip over those two tracks. And you know what's best about this album? It gets me excited for the future of this band. That is very true. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it right here at number ten. That's did, perfectly fine. It man. did break my top ten as my bet. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway made it. But you, so, that was supposed to be for both of us. That was right? supposed to be for both of us. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm surprised. Trying, trying I'm, to steal more I'm, of my points. <laughs> I'm as surprised as you are that this ended up in my top ten. <laughs> All right, good choice though. Good choice. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a that's a choice that you need to be ashamed of or anything. Uh, you have wait. I think you did. Yeah, you did, but I didn't. Uh, so my number nine is an album. Of course, I'm going to anticipate this album when you, when you get little teaser images on the internet of oh. like what's, what's what's going on. Oh. This can't be what I think it is. Uh-oh. Billboards in L.A. This can't be. It is what I think Bring it is. Bring me the horizon. You already Bring got me the, the album. I've heard it. I've listened to it, and Umbrellas, it's not my number nine. Anti-vis stickers. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I chose the song that you don't like or to, to listen to here to my number nine. But dude, as divisive as this album is, I cannot deny that what they did, they did for themselves, and I feel like it was a success overall. Erase Me by Underoath was my number nine, Whoa. Um, which is a lot lower. If you had told me back in April that yes. Underoath had an album, okay, well, we'll move a lot, move aside, everybody. Everybody, <laughs> this is my number one, number two album, <laughs> <laughs> number one and a half, <laughs> number one and a half album. But, but uh, you settled on nine. I settled on nine because obviously there are eight more that I that I enjoy more but i also feel like while the album is a success i can't deny its divisiveness and i can't deny that the critic the criticisms that are against this album are valid they are perfectly valid they are there are some album their songs that sound like 
it's just meant for the radio. The band will deny it all you want, all they want. But they're so happy with their radio but play. But they're so happy with their radio play. Finally, so. the radio came to us. <laughs> we've never changed. Yeah, we've never <laughs> changed. And the radio... Whatever, Spencer. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Now, why did you pick this song, which is like definitely one of my least favorites? Um, Because I felt like it was... I like this song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you go back to our three-way discussion on this, like I like this song. We didn't go. We didn't do a track by track thing. We did, it, but like um, so. we, we we kind of discussed the majority of the songs. But the, yeah, I I know you don't like this song. I know a lot of people don't like the song, but I feel like the song, even the even the on the nose lyrics and the the chorus, like it it it's, it portrays the message it's trying to. Trying to don't tell. do drugs. Don't do drugs, everyone. Drugs are bad. I drugs. did drugs once. My life sucked. <laughs> I've only reached the highest acclaims of superstardom. Yeah, but so don't do don't drugs. do drugs, kids. It's it's a downward spiral. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want none of this cocaine. <laughs> oh man, my wife and I we're gonna be watching movies during my Christmas break, and I've already pulled that one out as being a movie i want to watch i mean doesn't says christmas like dewey cox right of course <laughs> has erica seen that one yet i don't think so i don't know if she would like it as much as we do but well i think you get your enjoyment out of it by like because by knowing other like music related right documentary if she's films, seen right? ray and walk the line yeah you need then, those are required yes those are required viewing to enjoy dewey cox bye dewey i love you you're never gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> yeah man uh under oath escape erase me my number like, nine I'm one album. of the only people who put that in their top ten. Are, are you sure? Because I don't know, Brandon. He he seems to like a lot of music. He does like a lot of music. We'll see what happens, right? Now, my number nine album. As we move on, I'm not going to be talking about Under Oath. Yes, you already did. That. Now, my number nine album. I'm just as surprised as you are. <laughs> is my number nine album? Because when I listened to this originally, I was like, "Well, it's good, sure, but is it really like great?" to be my number nine album and i guess when you put it up to just about everything else that has gone on in this entire year then i would have to say that this is one of the best albums of the year oh my god and i guess let's see i, I, I what song does one pick god damn it fuck me <laughs> i'll just pick the opening track this is one of Mike's blah albums of the year that was already uh-huh. mentioned two weeks ago. 888? 888 with the green. <laughs> now, the hype was high. The hype you stole was high. Oh, or was it? Or was it? Now, the fact that they did nine songs definitely boosted this album's mathematical quotient. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> but every time I listen to it, these seven out of nine tracks that I I really enjoy. You love yourself some Mikey Sawyer, man. I love me some Mikey Sawyer. Are you embarrassed by this? I'm embarrassed by this. Why? Royally. Because it's not as good as Spark to Believe. That doesn't make it a bad album And sometimes I don't feel like it's as good as other albums. Erase Me isn't as good as Define the Great Line or Disambiguation (laughs) or Lost in the Sound of Separation even. But as much as I listen to it, I just I can't deny how good the hooks are. Yeah. And no matter what type of person he is, it's still a damn good album. <laughs> I mean, whiny crybaby. At, I mean, set aside. I mean, he's a talented dude, as you as you can see by both of the misfortune albums. You can kind of see that. Yeah. So I'll put it at number nine. It's not 
quite the number three level that mm. a spark to believe was in you 2014. You went crazy for that album when it came out. Still great, still great. Mm. Um, but songs like "Die for You," Third Degree" made it to my best songs of the oh, of the year. Very nice. Uh, the only two songs I don't like is "Wedding Night" and then track nine, I believe. Yeah, I was about song. to say like because I recognize "Wedding Night" and I don't, and I, I can't, I can't even. That's not a song that I was gonna like. No. Yeah. <laughs> What's track nine? Like, how the story ends. How the story so far ends. No, yeah. Uh, there was something about tr- getting in a car and traveling. I forget which track number it is, but yeah. Those are the only two tracks. Everything else, I'm just like, these are some damn good hooks. And I'm just happy that he's still making music. So in three months, when he comes out with another album <laughs> inexplicably, <laughs> I'll be ready. <laughs> well, I'll be ready. Yeah. He, he's not posting as much on social media these days. This is right. Making music for himself. He was posting about recording the next Misfortune album. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm ready. Bring it on, 2018. I think I follow. Uh, I think I follow him on Instagram. So he he did say that recently. I do feel like you need to take a year off in between albums, or else you get a nothing nowhere situation. Pretty much. We'll see what happens. Bands can do it. You know, we'll see what happens. Few and far between, but I don't know how many bands have done that. Mm-hmm. So, if you had told me a few years ago that this band. Beat out my beloved Underoath. Oh. And, and overtake them in a single spot Whoa. in 2018. I'd be like, ha, ha, time you. traveler, you're so stupid. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, man, when I listened to this album, you know, I, 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 I had tepid expectations because the album previous to this was so good and a breath of fresh air for this band. And they kept on with this direction and they were so much better for it. I'm so glad to listen to and be excited for the next album by anybody say it? <laughs> I know this album right? yeah you do we talked about it in your uh, honorable mentions actually the plot new <laughs> it's like I'm hearing the chorus but I'm not yeah. placing the band <laughs> Dispositions disposed by you. This one better than under. Wow. Better than under. I have. I'm in shock. I. I am very happy in shock. 2006 me is disgusted with myself right now. I. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. This is what a great album. This is how. This is a great way to do dark. Yes. And and and. decrepit and just I hate myself I hate everything and the passion that comes out of it is just fantastic if this this song has a chance to beat out some Brian Fallon songs on my top Whoa. my top 12 list this is like such an awesome song this is a great song as well man. as the opening track of oh, course man. I, I, I love this album from start to finish mm. and it's just a fantastic I mean, despite this such a subject matter of how grim and depressing it is, mm-hmm. like it's still such a fun, energetic album to listen to. Yeah, gets you in such a good mood, atmospheric. Damn it! And how do you feel about the closing tracks? The... I think the closing tracks are fine. Okay. Yeah, the closing tracks—they aren't the best songs on the album, right? But um, I, I think for the tone that it's going for, I think they—I think it. It's, it successfully closes out the album okay. in a way. They could have it's, done better, but like it's nowhere where they've been, which I think is exactly what I needed at this right. point from this band. Yeah, don't do anything that reminds me of your past, <laughs> but still Please don't still be heavy enough to you know yeah be 
a plot new album, I guess. Yeah, I, I think they can write another album that sounds just like this and still be successful. Because I don't think there are, there are many bands that are doing this as well as the plot you are doing it right now. So, yeah, keep it up, man. Keep it up, Landon. Apparently, I'm supposed to listen to all of his solo shit. And it's like, there's like seven of his albums already. So I'm like, oh, God. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying Take to time. cut back on albums. I've heard that they can be kind of funny at times from what Ian says. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with this. And The Plot and You is shooting up to be one of my favorite bands. Great stuff. Surprisingly. I mean, I mean Bring Me the Horizon had two shitty albums before. Except it's true. It's before, very true. Yeah. Oh. Before they... We're starting to hear grumblings. All right. We will take a short break. Well, we can, we can do it. She's just barely starting to do it. I can at least talk about one more here. Yeah, well, she's coughing up a storm. I know. <laughs> been coughing for like seven weeks now <laughs> so Just tuning it out at this point it's pretty amazing that for me this band ranked higher than it did for mike out of all of our history with this band all of the love that is and was and shall always be oh you haven't talked about that band yet i haven't talked about this band yet but every time oh. i went back to it Thrice growing tire for Adam than it did for me. That's amazing, right? That's incredible. I forgot this what year has been a topsy turvy year. What what number was it for you back in three, back weeks, three ago? weeks ago? It was my 2019, 18, 17, 16, 15. 15. Yeah. So, yeah, I gave it an eight out of ten. Good. That's, That's a great pretty, score. It's it's pretty. I don't know. It's one of those albums where I'm still not sure about. I'd say. Yeah, I'd say 8 out of 10 as well. That, that, that's a fair Does score. Does that kind of sound like something Mike would enjoy? I'd say so. Like there's maybe two tracks on there where you're just like, eh. And you could have done better. And I, I, I think that kind of goes with my assessment of the album world. I feel like some of these songs could have just uh, sat in Incubator a little bit more, had get, got more work on And that's where we just weren't sure where this band was going to go after For Over Here is there. Every yeah. Day. Um, this is that cat in a hat. Yeah. So it's like, it's not... It's not the greatest representation of the band. No, it isn't, but it's perfectly it's, it's, it's perfectly competent as an album. And that's where I get confused, because my number eight album should be like, damn it, this is incredible, but I'm like, it's cool. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think... <laughs> I still enjoy most of it. I, I think just on its own, too, it's a really good album. Yeah, yeah but you, you also have to... I, 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 like 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 you and I both mentioned, like this album has the unfortunate reality of being stacked up against the band's past music. So mm-hmm. it's not successful as a successor to one of the best albums, twenty sixteen, unfortunately. That's true. But on its own, good album, great I'm album. Pretty sure I gave everywhere and nowhere. I think that was my number eight in yeah. twenty sixteen as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I can enjoy a fair amount of this. There's just those two tracks that bring yeah. it down. So hey. I wouldn't say jump in with this album if you've never. No, heard definitely not. This is definitely an album that only longtime fans should listen to because I think they'll get the most enjoyment out of it. I don't even know if I would see myself going back and listening to it very much. Ooh, because it's one of those things where you like you forget about it. And again, that was the story of my year. Uh-huh. Just like, oh, I listened to this album; it was good, and then I never listened to it again or thought about <laughs> it again, and just until like a week ago. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, this album is really good. Yeah, but will I listen to it again? I don't know. There's too much other stuff going on in one's life. I think next year we're only going to listen to 20 albums. It's very possible. <laughs> Keep it that way. Again, there's nothing to be ashamed of with that. Okay. That's well, at least I only have two more albums to be ashamed about. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The top four are going to be all right. 
All right, number seven for so, Uncle Mike. Yeah, I'm very, very proud of this band because their previous album, very mediocre, very hit and miss, mm-hmm. but they came back strong. I think they took a little bit of a break because I think, what was it, three years ago, I think their album came out. 2015. But with this album, oh, God, I don't think there's a single song on this album that I dislike. And it is, you know, it, it is just this, this band, or this album is more just this band just doing what they do best. But man, it's great. I love I, 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 I love patient like I never win. Yeah, and, and we, we, we constantly make fun of Johnny Craig because he's probably not the best guy in the world. No, we've, but with we've met him in real and, life. He's not the best guy in the world. <laughs> with Slaves and uh, their third album, Beautiful Death, they, man, they, they've kind of perfected this sound. And they, they, he, just keeps, he just keeps on with the hits. Now, out of the ten tracks, there's still four on there that I just don't care for. Sure. And, but this is, this is one of the tracks I do care for. Oh, quite a man, I love, I love <laughs> this song. I love, oh, like I said, I love every song in this album. It's one of the perfect albums of this year for me. It's pretty cool. It, it does sound, it, some of the sound does kind of blend in together, though. Mm. But, you know, each song has its own identity, and I think that's to be commended. And Warning from My Demons, one of the best songs of the year. Oh. Yes, it is. Oh. This is this is patient. This is patience is the vir- patience is the virtue. I know True Colors is also a very good song by Justin Timberlake though. and <laughs> Anna, Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Yes. <laughs> I remember how we thought this wasn't Johnny Craig rapping? Apparently, Johnny Craig raps. Johnny Craig raps. Iris, did you know that? She did know that. She was looking at you like, Dad, come on. You know that Johnny Craig raps. Just so you guys know, my baby is now on the podcast with us. And yes. This is her first time listening to Johnny Craig. She looks very She's excited. She's so confused right now. She's just like, keep that guy away from me. She's like, Dad, are you telling me to do drugs? <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me to date only drug dealers? Yeah, exactly. If I just let I him can be fix patient? Them. I can fix them, Dad. <laughs> you, no, Dad, you don't understand. She's a little ginger, just like Johnny Craig. Yeah. You might be a great singer like, like him, too. <laughs> no. She's so talkative. But no, a great album, definitely in the right direction for this band. Absolutely. We can only hope he can keep some bandmates. And I mean, this is his third album with Slaves, and it's been rocky, but... It's been rocky, that's pretty but good like, for him. as far as the sound goes, like, I think they're where they should be. Their next one's probably going to sound a little different, I can probably imagine. But uh, maybe see. more Amorosa sounds that way. Maybe. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, so I don't I'm, even think he's done, like, three albums just by himself. <laughs> As Ooh, <he> <laughs> yeah. How many Amorosa albums did he do? I think just two just Amorosa two, right? albums. He did two, two with Dance Gavin Dance. EP. Did two solo albums? He's done a lot of solo EPs. So. Okay. So it's interesting that this band kept on going after all the mess. Yeah. After Hooray for consistency. There you go. Good job. Good all job, right. Johnny Craig. What is my number seven album? <clears throat> I'll let you talk into my microphone. How about that? So, as I'm holding the baby, and Mike has to look away. <laughs> so this one, this is this is a tough one. This was probably the most surprising album to end up in my top ten. Dare I say, still a really good album. But we weren't expecting this. And some people probably listened to this and were just like, nah, it's not that good. It's just like a normal album, whatever, it's cool. You know, nobody really needs to worry about it too much. But God damn it. When I listen to this album, I enjoy it quite a bit. I'll just play the opening track right here. 
Oh, I recognize his voice right away. That's I really, <laughs> really fucking like this album. Yeah. <laughs> this album is really good. Yeah. And I don't need all of the swan elements or no. the mess elements or the other guys in the band. Tillian, again, so handsome. He's also very multifaceted as a singer. Just like on the track Handsome Garbage, <laughs> where he <laughs> talks a lot about how he's not always the greatest of men. But he's also <laughs> damn handsome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. I, I wasn't expecting to enjoy this album that much. I liked a fair amount of his solo stuff. It's always uh-huh. been kind of blah. Yeah. But this one felt right. This one just kind of felt like a, a, a step above the, uh, the rest of his solo stuff? I think so. I agree with you. It is, it is the best of his solo work, but uh, yeah. To have it come out in the same year as the Dance Gavin Dance album, I don't know. Is that is that good or bad? Or? You like it more than the last than the Dance Gavin Dance album, too. Only slightly. Yeah. Dance Gavin Dance was a 13. Yeah. This is, this is my number eight album. You still like it more. Yeah. And like I can listen to it and groove along with it, and like I don't, I don't need all the other crazy DGD elements. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Handsome Garbage is a great song. Drunken Conversations is a great song. And this song is pretty dope as well. It is, yeah. I, I wonder who writes the music for this, too. That I did not do the research on. Yeah, I probably like, should have. Like, I like to believe that he does it all. That would be great if, if he actually did. But yeah, this is just a solid, this is a solid, solid album. And it flies right by. It's only, what, 10 tracks? Only 10 tracks. It's, it's, it's I think I remember it's like 35 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's pretty brief. I'm doing, I'm doing a quick math in my head. It's all, thir- all three-minute long songs. So I know he's just kind of like working on his own thing, and if he's got a steady girlfriend, then that's good because this album he doesn't seem to be too uh, good to her. Maybe that maybe maybe it's just fictional stories. Who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe it's just his apology letter to her. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I got a little too cocky, yeah. Wait, that doesn't sound like him at all. Got a little too cocky, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, why, it's why a surprise. A, why on earth are you ashamed of this? It's just a surprise because okay. I didn't think I liked it that much. Okay, but then compared to everything else, it just was was that was that good? I guess so. What yeah. Do? Yeah. Looking forward to the next one. I, he's just getting better and better as a solo songwriter too. Maybe someday he'll drop that that lifeless band that he's in <laughs> and just be a solo artist like Kurt Travis needs. Hey to be. man. <laughs> Wait, maybe Tillian will join. Uh, fuck, I forgot. Kurt Travis's oh, birds. <laughs> no, Kurt Travis's new band, Royal, Royal Coda, or Fantasy Forever, Eternity <laughs> Forever. He's gonna re- he's gonna re- he's gonna he's gonna reignite that band. It's very possible. Woohoo! Number six was oh, was also uh, uh, from a band that well, I think neither of us have heard of before, but uh, this was also recommended to us by one Dave, friend of the show. I like Dave, and I like Dave too. I haven't heard. You talk about this, so now I'm a little worried if I actually gave it to you. I'm pretty sure I did. Oh. And it's it's just coming up. But um <laughs> It's coming up in So scared Hopefully. That you don't want I don't know who this is. Damn it! Hot Mulligan? Damn it, why didn't I not give this to you? That's, that's okay, that's okay. I'm so ashamed of myself, <laughs> I really am. This I've is, actually never heard that band in my entire life. Okay. As far as I can this start. is the album Pilot. Oh, this is okay. Dope fucking album, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's like on par with like the the sound that Tiny Moving Parts is going for. Ooh, okay, it's on par with that. I should be listening to this thing. You should be. I will be excited. To I'm hear. so fucking ashamed of myself. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, dude, this is just another solid recommendation that uh, that I got. It's another band that, like Tiny Moving Parts, isn't tearing down the door and trying to 
reinvent the wheel. They're just really good at what they do. And uh, yes. and and I, I chose a single, so I, 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 I yeah, I chose one of the I chose one of the singles. It, it doesn't represent the album as a whole, but like the album starts really well. It, it keeps a good pace, uh, and, and it's nice and brisk too. It, it, it doesn't it doesn't keep your attention too long. Or, yeah, it, does, it doesn't it doesn't demand too much of your attention. But it's really is, good. Is listen. this a new band, or have they been around for? I didn't do much research about this band, so I, I imagine it's maybe this is their second or third. But I, if, if this is their first album, then bravo to them. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm excited. I would love to hear that. <laughs> All right, well, since there's not much input, and again, I know, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't talk about it with you, unfortunately. Yeah, un- unfortunately. So, okay. yeah, so I, again, I'm sorry about that. I will get that to you right away. But listeners, check out Hot Mulligan's pilot if you have not already. That came back. It came out back in March. <laughs> Almost lost the baby. All right, I'm going to go ahead and set this child down before I get into my number six embarrassment. This is the intermission of the show. I have to say, though, our new co-host for this week's episode is really, really well-behaved, and it is a pleasure to have her here with us. All right, so we're back. Whew, we just had man. a little quick little dinner break. That was seamless editing. Seamless. God, this, these three weeks are just flying by. I mean, for the list, for the li- oh, shit, I just left, I just left 45 minutes of blank space. Oh, God. We should probably edit that out. I, I don't, there's no time, Adam. Okay, there's no time. <laughs> we got to get this out. Ah! We only have two days of, until it goes out, so I mean, here we are. Absolutely, <laughs> December fourteenth, seventeenth, fifteenth, seventeenth, seventeenth is the Monday. Yeah, that's when so, this is coming out. But we're recording this on the fifteenth. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, there's no time. There's no time. We'll cut this out later. Number six. Number six. You talked about Mulligan. I talked about Tillian. And I talked about how I felt bad that I didn't give this to you already. But yeah, Hot Mulligan Pilot, my number six. Hopefully by the time we air this, I've had heard the album. Yes. <laughs> In two days. And then I can change my top ten list <laughs> and not be so embarrassed. Speaking of embarrassment, oh, this boy. is an interesting one. Okay. Now, this album came out not that long ago. I believe it was September. And I got it and I listened to it and I was like, that was pretty good. I think I'll give that an eight out of 12, which seemed fair at the time. But then some time went by and I took a break and then I went back and listened to it again and so I was like 8 out of 12 is this not is, enough this isn't an 8 out of 12 this is like like better than that so I listened to it again and for the second time it was a 10 out of 12 Ooh. and let's see which song should I play um, let's see what's what, what, what is the best song Mike I'd tell you if I knew this album. I know you would. <laughs> I'll just I'll click on this one. Follow your heart, because it's it's one of the best songs of the year uh, uh, for for me. It's one of my favorite songs. Outside animals. Outside animals with. <laughs> no, this is an album that surprised me. Does it sound like something I'd listen to? You, you did not listen to this album okay. as well. My next two you have not listened to. <laughs> oh, okay. Can I look then? You can look if you so desire. But Slash. The, the guitar work you should have been able to pick up on right away. Well, you know, there's a lot of great guitarists like Slash now, and Miles Kennedy and the Conspiracy Theorists. Conspirators? Since I, I stand by what I said. <laughs> so I, I usually don't like Miles Kennedy's vocals. Okay. And I still can't say listening to this album that I'm like a fan of his vocals. Okay. 
But the songs on here are really good. I mean, if you're writing songs around somebody's vocal style, you can work with pretty much anything. I guess so. I mean, Attila is the thing. <laughs> but there's some really awesome hooks in a lot of these tracks, and uh-huh. it really kind of surprised me after I gave it a little bit of a break and came back to it. What is this So coming? this came out in September, Summer, right? I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't even know it was coming out, and I saw an article, and I was like, Hey, Mike, can you check this one out for me? And there it was. Well, luckily I had, I had, I had money in my iTunes account. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, it's it's pretty consistent all the way through. There's a couple of dumb songs, but like Sugarcane is is a stupid song about how a girl is sweet like sugarcane, but or <laughs> some sugarcane. Exactly. Me. So it's it's you, you got your stuff that sounds like Slash and you got your 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 80s vocal styles and just sometimes you just make a bunch of good songs, throw them together. I don't know why I like this so much, but I do. Again, stop being so ashamed. <laughs> such thing as a guilty pleasure. I know. Unless it's like Attila or something. <laughs> and you should be very never, ashamed. <laughs> I will never enjoy that. Yeah. But this was one of my favorite songs of the year. Slow grind. I don't okay. know if it'll end up in my top 12. But it Do is you have any favorite songs from this album? The Great Pretender, track 11. Okay. Another great great song. Awesome okay. guitar solo wings on that. Cool beans. But like I said, I usually hate his vocals, and I still can't say I like them, but... This Things is more like still a work. Third time they've collaborated, right? And done a little solo slash album. I think it's only the second one. Second? Yeah, because they did World on Fire, 2015, I believe. Okay. And then they did a few tracks on that slash album from 2010. Okay. But this is the second like real. Now that we're done with all the rankings and stuff for this year, I can continue on with my checking out albums that you really like and I'm going to continue on with like Alice in Chains and stuff so I'll throw this one in there as well alright cool I I hope that you enjoy it it works for me well the song sounds pretty dope I love me some uh, some uh, sweet guitar works it's definitely there alright number five so you talked about this briefly a couple weeks ago uh, breaks my heart though that you don't like this album as much as I do because I, I just kind of stumbled across it and I was making a playlist on Spotify uh, because we, we were talking about uh, the listeners top albums or top 100 I think it was I was, was making and I got a suggestion like hey you might like this band that you never heard of hmm. I was like Spotify quit it Come you on. don't know me you don't oh, know wait. me Spotify they know so everything I, <laughs> so I clicked I clicked play on the lead single uh, which was uh, this song right here called Satellites off of the album Survivors by the Horizon Line. Well, I liked it a lot better after taking a long break. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Yeah, and I fell in love with this band immediately. I love their sound. I love... And and come to find out when I interviewed the uh, uh, the, the one of the guitarists off from this band, Matt, my new friend Matt. Matt uh, Mahood. Matt Mahood. uh, He... Told, he kind of opened my eyes to the fact that this is actually a concept album. Lyrically, it tells the story of a guy who was stranded on a desert island and was trying to make his way back to civilization. Or does he want to? Who knows? Is he just going to die there? Mm. Has he just made his peace with dying there on that island? But uh, I, don't know. I just don't know what what he's going to do with his time. And you probably will never because you're not going to revisit it, maybe? <laughs> well, are the lyrics somewhere to be to be found? If... Oh, yeah, they're on the bank end. Okay. Yeah, so you can just copy and paste them if you want or something. It's just, it's got that... That Deftones. Yeah. 
like, okay, that was like 15 seconds to sing two syllables. <laughs> but the I way, know it's their thing. But it's the way their they, style. But the way they balance everything, though, the atmosphere and the tone, the, 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 the singability of the, of the song, I, I just think they really well. To this year was for the Horizon Line. And how and, was it? Uh, they, they were great. They have a great stage presence. Mm. Uh, the songs translate uh, live really well. Where did you see them at? Oh. Next to the classic. Yeah. The one that Kurt Travis opened for. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they got a nice little little cozy venue in there. So, uh, okay. So, yeah. And I'd love to see them again sometime soon. Man. And I'd love to take you if you're willing to go. <sighs> Life, man. Life. <laughs> Another best friend of mine. So, all right, cool. I mean, I like this song. Don't get me yeah, wrong. This song is legitimately great too. This song, this song, satellites. I recommend um, the whole the whole album. I think you might enjoy it. I hope this band keeps on making music. I'd love to keep on listening to them. I'd love to. I'd love that too. But from the sounds of it, you know, they are you know men with careers. So, and they do this as it's their passion. So, you know, okay. something that I'd love to do too. But, I don't, I don't have enough friends who are musicians anymore. So, uh, or access to Kurt Travis. Or access to Kurt Travis. I'm sure if I just contact him, he'd just be like, yeah, sure, man, you can come do my band. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the band, one of the early albums from this year that I fell in love with very quickly. And, and cool. Yeah, I've, I've just been revisiting it over and over again, and it's just highly re-listenable for Continues me. Continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Well, I screwed up my order. Ah, damn it. <laughs> so that was your number five? My number five was Slash's okay. Conspiracy Theorists and the Fake News, Alex okay. Jones's. <laughs> um, with Ladies and gentlemen, the gay frogs. Live in the Dream was the name of that album, by the way. Okay. Um, so let me just go back real quick to number six. <laughs> we don't have to do editing, I hope. That's fine. Okay. Now, number six as well, you didn't listen to. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I hope that someday you do, because... This artist and I, we have a long history. And believe me, I'm more surprised than anyone to see this at number six <laughs> on my list. Because when I listened to it, I was just like, oh, that's cool. Whatever. You know? Um, let's see. What track should I sing? Brian Fallon, Safari Planet. Brian Fallon would not be my number six album. Oh, God, no. Here? I'd, I'd, I'd be embarrassed for you. So I'll just click on opening track. Now... Thankfully, you finally opened up your eyes a little bit to this band this year. Yet, in the very slow way that you abs- uh, absorb music, you still haven't gotten into the second half of their Al- career. Alice in Chains? Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains. Rainy or Fog? The I'm more surprised than anyone. Okay, when you, when you first listened to it. I originally said this was my least favorite Alice in Chains yeah. album, even though like I enjoyed a fair amount of it. Yeah. On re-listens... It kept on getting better and better. And I just feel like now, third album with this lineup, they've created what their sound is. He does a good job of uh, replicating Lance Daly. He's got his his unique voice. He's got his his own twang to it. mm -hmm. He does does a good job of of, of parodying it. So it's it's a great album. It's an 8 out of 10. It's a great album. 8 out of 10. Ooh, Um, look at those. Look at those. Track lengths <laughs> five, 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 it's six long. and a half, it's seven only, minutes at the end. It's yeah. only ten, but oh man, that last track, the closing track, is really good. Okay, so Great. I really hope that you can kind of jump into the, the the last three albums. Oh yeah, I mean, I, the only reason I haven't gone back to the 
second trilogy of this band is that because I've been busy with this. Right. I'm busy like re-listening everything, drinking everything, and making bread. <laughs> and they're not going to replicate dirt. I mean, that's just that was a moment in time. I imagine that was just like lightning in a bottle yes. for them too. So I mean, Jar of Flies is also great. Sap is great. Mm-hmm. Tripod is what it is. And yeah, it makes me sad to listen to because <laughs> everybody's dying. Yeah. And then you'll, I hope that you listen to Jerry Cantrell. Yeah, so I'll do that one first before going to this, okay. like you recommended. Yeah. And then, I mean, the, the, the first two albums with this lineup, you know, they're good for what they are. I think yeah. Black Gives Way to Blue, I gave it like a 9 out of 12, and then 10 out of 12 for The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here. But, man, I just, I'm, I'm still surprised at the consistency at this point of okay. being able to write great guitar licks and great hooks. And it's, it's it's not boring. Would you say this is great? This album is like great by the own by fans' own standards, or just just great, no matter who you are listening to this. I almost feel like, kind of how I've said with other bands, it doesn't even need to be under the Allison Chains label anymore. Yeah. It's like okay. it's it's a whole different thing now. Jerry and the Boys. Yeah, whether it's just the Jerry Cantrell solo band or if it's a completely different named band, but. Because it's just, it's not the same, obviously. But. Yeah, I, I mean, just listen, I mean, I've only heard the one song of this, yeah. of this whole second trilogy that I'm going to be listening to soon, but like, it still does a good job of like, kind of following what that old sound was, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And they try to kind of keep that sound alive, and I have no problem with the band evolving away from that. Yeah. But now they're all in their 50s, and it's just like, I mean, well, it has been like 20 years, so... I know. <laughs> Let's see, Lane died in 2002. Oh, God, that's, that's getting close to 20 yeah. years, isn't it? <laughs> 16 years. So it's I'm surprised. I didn't think this band would end up anywhere near my top 10. That's, yeah, this is a really shocking one. I just remember you saying, like, it's all right. I like it for what it is. The last album was in my top 20. Yeah. But, man, I'll, I'll take it, then. Cool. Well, I'm excited to listen to this in its entirety in the next couple of weeks or so. All right, cool. All right. So that was my so number six, just for my the record. My <laughs> number four, which is in the correct order. Yes. Uh, it's, I mean, when I first listened to this band, or this album, I kind of knew it was going to, um, like after you know fully absorbing it, I kind of knew this was going to break the top ten. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am pretty confident in my placement of it here. I'm excited to find out what four. it is. It is, I think this needs no introduction. This is the opening track. This album, this album that needs no title, if you, if, so to speak. Breaking it's Benjamin. Breaking <laughs> Benjamin's untitled.
unlike an album like The Wonder Years, for example, where the second half is like totally way different than the second half, mm-hmm. I, I still think the second half of this album is probably way better than anything that's on the Sister Cities album, hmm. in my opinion, at least. And I'd, I'd still take this over that. And uh, for any of, of the dozens and dozens of albums that have come out this year that are questioning faith, I think this album right. does. I think this album does it the best too. It definitely does it the best. I only listened to two this year. Yeah, <laughs> this was the better of the two. Yeah, well, we got Erase Me. We've got Eve. Oh, I we've got about Untitled. So, I mean, like this does. This definitely does it the the best out of those three. Let's see. Where did I put this next to Erase Me? Oh, this is above Erase Me. Yep. I put this as number 26 on my mm-hmm. list two weeks ago. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by that, too. I thought it was at least going to break your 10. It's just the second half. Yeah. Five-minute songs that don't really pick up. Okay. Just, I, can't, I can't give a pass. Yeah, but uh, I, mean, I got to ask you, though, did you, did you deep dive into the lyrics? I did not. Okay. Maybe that I is should. where most of the enjoyment comes from. Ah, Fuck, I just spoiled I, a little bit. I don't know what that was. Yes, you do. So it's okay. You liar! <laughs> I have no idea. It was <laughs> Neil, Neil Diamond. Diamond. <laughs> With their Coming to America, Mike's favorite song. Of two, <laughs> We're coming to America. Of 1987. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to move on? Let's do this. Number four, Mike. So Number you're out four. of your shame I'm out of my now. shame spiral. Because, <laughs> again, like... Who would have thought? I didn't. I didn't think Alice and James would be anywhere near my top ten, but I will take this next band any day, any time. Are, are we in the perfect albums realm yet? Almost. This was an eleven out of twelve. So you have three albums that are perfect in your mind. I might. Okay. Maybe we'll find out, won't we? I'm trying <laughs> to just get information out of you, man. Three weeks of recording. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm surprised. I'm an impatient man. This album didn't rank higher for you. But, let's see, which song do I want to pick? I'll just go with track six. Right in the middle. Um, so, again, wasn't expecting anything from this. Heard the hype. It was just like, ha, I've heard hype. I don't always follow through on hype. Mm-hmm. But then this album hit, and it was like, oh, God. This oh, album's this is, pretty uh, great. This is a uh, this, this this is your boys from across the sea. Your boys from from England. England. From this is uh, the Boston Bo- Manor. Boston Manor. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> neighborhood. So, again, surprised it ended up so low on your list, but I just like more albums. So much more is better. Yeah. And that's okay. It's no misfortune. It's no. <laughs> Notillion, but <laughs> um, but yeah, what an I had only heard about them because they were opening for somebody that we almost went to see live, and I was like, I guess I should check out that band before we go to that show that we never ended up going to, and who knows anymore? They were opening for somebody, and. I saw a video of them playing, and I was like, oh, this looks like some hardcore punk band. (laughs) But they... I know. Their first album might be completely different, and we should probably probably listen to that first album someday. But whenever Digital Ghost came on, I was like, oh, yeah. This is a good ditty. But I love Flowers in Your Dustbin. Halo grew on me. That's all about the lovely joy that is heroin addiction. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean... Have you, have you ever tried heroin? It's great. I've heard great things. 
as most of my the, the people that I've loved in bands are dead because of it. Uh, heroin sounds wonderful. So yeah, I'm. Oh, yeah, this is this is a good one. I, I think this is also an album for me that's just gonna uh, rise, up. And, and, and I'm gonna revisit this over and over again. So I think it's just gonna keep on climbing the list. It was one of those weird ones where I was like, I would listen to it and then be like, oh man, that was great, but I forgot everything. And then I would go back to it repeatedly. Yeah, just, it's it's got okay, like keep on building, keep less on building. memorability to it, but mm-hmm. it's still unique enough and um, infectious enough to make you keep coming back to it. The only track I didn't like was the one about being a big man with a big gun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's an earlier song. Yeah. No, it's, it's later on. It's oh, like, is it? If I can't have it, then no one can. Oh, that's track nine. Yeah. I just don't like that song. I don't. Yeah. I don't like it. But you get it, man. I don't get Some it. Some people like guns, man. Some I, sometimes twenty-five-year-olds just know all about life. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I don't know how these bands do it. They just. They just. So the, I, the production is really great in that. Obviously, it's got that. That. Uh, oh God. Devil and God. Brand, brand new, new. <laughs> that brand new vibe. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like it has that kind of overarching darkness that mm-hmm. dar- that brand new is so, you know. And that's the same producer, so kind yeah. Of um, what's his name? Spamone or whatever. You're saying that he's a very, you know, happy-go-lucky guy, and you would never guess he's made some of the darkest music <laughs> that that has been part of the scene for the last 15 years. But <laughs> he's like a total nerd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, oh, never mind. I, I was going to make a joke, but you weren't going to get it. All right. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not smart enough. No, no, I don't mean like you're not smart enough because you don't want to get the reference. Okay. We just okay. talked about how you don't like horror movies, but anyway. That's true. But anyway, so you, you ready to argue about these three albums? These top three albums. Yeah. Obviously, you've already talked about Horizon Line and yeah. Me Without You, and man, what else could be on here? Is it some? Is it things that I've heard? Oh, absolutely. Yes, you've heard these three albums for sure. Okay. We've debated. I, okay, we've I know one. Debated. I know one. Yeah. Not Bullet for My Valentine. We've already established that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it could be. Okay, I think I know where you're going. Okay, cool. Go for it. Go well, for let's it. go for it right away for, with Neil Diamond. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this, and this album that you detest so much. And, and like I said, when you were talking about it in your worst, like... This is this is the highest charting Panic at the Disco song ever. Rightfully so. In twelve years of fighting, right? Oh damn it! Uh, I'm sorry that I chose this one. It's okay. You can you can you gave me a lot of passes on my bottom ten here. So. <laughs> bottom ten. I. I completely understand why you don't like it, and, but for what this is, the, the, the confident cockiness that it owns, uh, the, the infectious tunes, all the, the, uh, how catchy it is, how how just how brisk it is too, how the pacing is great, pretty short. So I mean, that's what I that's what I enjoyed. Because I literally gave it like four or five listens before I just could I just couldn't take, couldn't it, take it anymore. anymore. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Maybe as my life continues to improve from where it was in June, sure, <laughs> like I can appreciate it more. Yeah, but man, this is like over the top pop. It's pretty over the right. top. It's pretty bold in its yeah. direction too. And if that turns people off, I completely understand. But I like but that. 
Fallout Boy album. So I don't know. Like I'm so confused. Yeah, but I hate that Fallout Boy because it's because it's derivative and it's uninteresting. You liked that Fall? No, not the current Fallout Boy album. Oh. the American Beauty. Oh, like I love that album, and you thought it was okay. Yeah, and that's like way over the top pop as well. It, <laughs> so. it, it is, but it's not as bold as something like this is. You know, it's not cocky. This yeah, is pretty this, cocky. This is pretty cocky. And that and video that you talked about, where yeah. he, he he like. He strings his skinny tie and does yeah. hilarious death scenes. He's <laughs> yeah. like, well, at least he died at the end, so I felt good about that. He didn't die. He got beat up by his girlfriend right. in the beginning of the beginning of the music video. He thought she was just an innocent bystander because she was there to steal the jewel the whole time. Was there like a continuation to that video? I have no fucking clue. That's what I was saying. Like, I think he died. That was, that was great. <laughs> and he'll never write another album again. Um, so high, high hopes for a living. I just, oh, but I think this man. also surpasses like my other favorite album from this band, the uh, Too Gay to Live or too I'm a Homo to Now. To die, to, yeah. lo- to to alone to die, to alone to die, whatever <laughs> the album title is, which was my previous favorite. I don't know. I, that, album. that album was all right. That album's great. And I, I'm not going to take away how great it is, but I, I I feel like this one has far surpassed it. Number three album. Number three. So I own that. Where the 1975 fell from grace. Mm-hmm. In just two years. Yeah. The next Panic at the Disco album. Gonna Boo! be my, my <laughs> barely mentioned honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> just like, eh, that was cool. Well, they just tried like something. Just like uh, Death of the Bachelor. Uh-huh. I know. It's fine. It was fine. Yeah. My number three album, Mike. Ooh, I'm so excited. So that was your number three. I think you know where we stand at this point. So is are, are we in perfect territory now? Neil Diamond called. Neil, are we Neil Diamond perfect right now? Neil Diamond perfect. Now this band, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't like this band. Didn't like this we band. We knew this band was dead to us. We knew this band wouldn't ever make it onto the top 10 list of one of us ever, and I'm so ashamed, but I'm going to own this. I'm going to own this album. And I am going to say, not only is it a perfect album, but I hope this band never creates another album, because the next album is going to go back to being shitty again. But this was a perfect microcosm in time for this album to come out. It's edgy. It's real. It's about depression. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and this is one of the best songs of the year. I, I, yeah, I, I was like... This is familiar, but I... Is this what it... It is. It's as it is. <laughs> I love how you're, you're looking at your list I'm like... Trying to, I'm what? trying to like... What did I miss? As new, it is, the is Great the new Depression? Fallout Boy album? I thought it was Fallout Boy. Like, did they... Because they had that EP that came out. I thought you might have like got that without my knowledge or I something. I did not. <laughs> I can listen to this album and enjoy it thoroughly. Even the Boys yeah. Don't Cry song I finally came around on. I still disagree with the premise. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's... Like... It's just, it's, again, paced well. It's kind of got, like, you know, it starts high and it goes low in the middle and comes back up again. And the song with Aaron Gillespie is really cool and it ends on a fucking heavy note. And I, I, there's nothing about this album I don't like. Okay. It's weird. Maybe this 12 is 12 out of 12? This is 12 out of 12. Wow. Maybe this is my it. Panic at the Disco. It's, this is your, yeah, Panic at the Disco this year. For, maybe it is. So, I don't know, because you, I know my little hype thing was more about being silly than anything else. Okay. Because like, I, I was, just con- was, I was, was also just confused, too. It was my surprise at how much I was enjoying it. Yeah. And I would, and, and how deep the lyrics were, because I dealt, I jumped into the lyrics, and he got pretty serious about his own shit and everything, and that was kind of yeah. cool. 
Yeah. I mean, I love when songwriters do that too. Mm -hmm. but, but, they, but this also has the, the the veneer of like, hey, we're bringing back emo aesthetics. And they so do. What's up with that? That's why I think the next album is either they need to call it quits after this, like they were planning on, uh -huh. or the next album is going to be bad. I hate this part. But you need to hear this. You're like, dun, dun. Whoa, Patty. Calm down there, Patty Walters. <laughs> See, you, you have to like delete your brain of everything from the past. Yeah, you just, just have like, to like look take at this like this is a brand Patty. new band that I've never heard in my okay. entire life. Right. I mean, they are trying something new. To be to be fair, he's never screamed before. He's never no. put this much passion into anything from the previous yeah. albums. I mean, literally, all, like, all we had were dial tones, <laughs> dial tones. <laughs> I mean, literally, they reviewed their last album in the album title. Okay. <laughs> Rachel, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is a complete 180. I mean, I love yeah. it. It's, it's, it's great. This I wasn't is... expecting it, but it's great. Cool. So, well, I'll be, I'll, I mean, I'm definitely going to be giving Great Depression more of a chance okay. because this is your number three album. Very, wow, very bold you put it there. Well, bold. Let's just keep going. The fire of the dark. It's surprising when you just see like, wow, they they actually can make good music. Uh -huh. I had no idea this whole time. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> you know, and of course, going into this album, where they're coming out, they got the island. I know. They're dressing in the way they never dressed before. And they're just swoopy black haircuts. Swoopy black. They're bringing it back. Red and shirts like, and ties. I'm done with this band. Come on. But I didn't. And look... I originally didn't listen to it until right. you recommended it. All I saw was one promo picture, and that was I didn't watch any videos. Right. I mean, I, from what I could tell, the videos seemed to be very My Chemical Romance esque. But Booty I didn't. I didn't watch them. I, I keep on scrolling, even when, when they're playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, just the one promo shot where I was like, "Oh, well, they're doing something different, and mm -hmm. might as well just give this a spin." Well, good. I was happy with it. Well, I'm, so. I'm, I'm glad. It, I'm glad it spoke to you okay. so much. I'm going to be giving this a more more spins, kind of absorb it a little bit more, see how it speaks to me. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I listened to covers of Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, for God's sake. <laughs> so, I should at least give this more of a chance. All right. Number two. I think you know what it is. Uh, D. Yeah, G. it is. D. Dance, show, mo, dance with uh, the artificial Number selection. two. Man, that's a huge jump this from is, Mothership. This is probably my favorite Dance Gabba Dance album Whoa. ever. 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 I mean, we're talking like happiness. We're talking happiness. We're talking DBM2. <laughs> I know it overtook DBM2 wow. to my shock. Man, I Man, mean, this is like this. This album does everything that DGD does right, and they surpass their own expectations uh, because you know, uh, with with the the miss that was Mothership of just two years ago, okay. and then with this album, they, it it kind of not only leaves that in the dust, but it also kind of makes instant gratification. And the other one, acceptance speech. Acceptance speech. I mean, I can't believe that's the other one at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry, this didn't come to my mind. It's great, uh, but uh, I, it kind of leaves those albums in the dust too. With how like diverse uh, not only the vocals are, but the musicianship, and you know, sometimes Dance Give a Dance isn't really one to bring on. Um, uh, guest vocalists every now and then but they did it twice on this album to great success in my opinion I know you don't like those tracks but there are some of my favorite tracks yeah. this year too I just I, I don't know what it was it just I felt like I needed a little bit of a change mm -hmm. I got more of the same stuff still with great songs yeah but just it just wasn't different enough and I yeah. get that too I mean I, 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 I think at this point now I am kind of ready for this band to, this is um, the fourth 
album with this lineup. Yes. So it's like we can we can have a little Great Depression change or something. Yeah, we can have them all dress up like the Black Parade. I know, put eyeliner on and everything. That'd be great. <laughs> we'll have Tulane bleach his hair white. <laughs> and uh, what do you call it? Uh, but uh, I, 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 this also this album also gave me vibes that this might be the end for them too, especially with the last track. Hmm. How they at the end, the final minute or two is just rehashing some of their more popular lyrics from some of their more popular songs. Oh, yes. And um, I, I know you didn't catch that at, at first. But I should um, probably read the lyrics. Yeah, I can barely tell what's going on ever <laughs> with any DGD stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, man, uh, and, and, and the guest vocalist too. I mean, you... I, I, I normally I, I normally think oh this is just a publicity stunt to get you know another band's name out there but like mm-hmm. I, I felt like they were natural in this one of course you're gonna bring Kurt Travis back uh, for a track at some point right and uh, of course you're gonna bring back some guy or bring some guy that like was very influential or was influenced by your music the future of what is the future the past idol future. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere on the list is Idola. <laughs> Sorry, Idola. You were great on this track, though. I, I would find it really hard to believe that this band would give it up because most people love this album, right? Oh, like I, nobody's saying I, it's terrible. I anything. haven't heard any negative uh, uh, feedback on this. My album. review is the most negative thing I out think, there. I think so. <laughs> like, and it's, it's we found thirteen it. on my album. On my list. we found it. We found the one guy who doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> it's my number thirteen album. I'm sorry. So I'll, you know, during during the strike week that just passed, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, I'm, I I jumped into the lyrics. So I'll, I'll talk about that more later. I don't want to bore you with it now, but okay. I'll talk about it more later. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the albums I knew I had to get into. The lyrics. Absolutely. So I, yeah, I know you're number two. We should know where the rest of life kind of takes us at this or point. Is it your number two. I hope it's your number two. Well, isn't that yet to be determined? What well, if it, I don't? I can't tell the future, Adam. What if things? You're making me nervous. What if things were not the way they seemed to be sometimes? Oh man! And then you listen to a song, and you're like, "Wait a minute, that wasn't the song I was hoping for." <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so this album is fucking dope. I I mean, I'll just start off with track one. Yes. Yes. Yes, you chose the right one. <laughs> okay. Tiny moving parts would swell. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Whoever for all the gifts that you that you bestow to us. I like words cannot explain how different and beautiful and how listenable yeah. everything about this is. Because you know you go backwards and there's not as much listenable stuff in previous albums. Sure. But this one is consistent all the way through, oh, all yeah. the way to From the end. From start to finish, this is a fantastic album, and this is—I think this is a good like en- uh, entry-level punk album for somebody who doesn't normally listen to punk. Maybe. Uh, yeah, this 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 is a good like easy, easing your way into the genre. And again, brisk. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, just a quick like thirty-something minutes. And it's one of those things where it's done, and you're just like, there was not a single part of that that I disenjoyed. I don't but know I, if it's you something. who. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's you who uh, rated this, but you rated it four out of five stars. Oh, go ahead and put that up to five. <laughs> yeah, let's do five, baby. <laughs> I don't remember clicking on that at all. Oh, it doesn't work. I don't know why. <laughs> I think that's the overall. Oh, okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I think I picked about five songs from this album to go on my best of the year. Wow, awesome. Four or five total. Yeah, I picked a handful too. I don't remember the. I don't remember the, how, how many I picked, but. 
Yeah, I, I think this is one of them too. Applause mm. is a great opener. Great yeah, song. Smooth it out. Too. You already picked Caution. Yeah. Wildfire is great. Mm-hmm. And there's another one towards the end. I can't remember the name of it. Is it? I mean, you said Malfunction, yeah. Uh, Wishbone? You like that Wishbone, yeah. Wishbone's that was another one. Oof, just a feel-good track. This is mm-hmm. a feel-good album overall, too. This is something that, like, regardless of what music genre you like, I think this is something I think most people can enjoy, too. Mm-hmm. And you gotta love that, that Midwest vibe that you get from mm-hmm. it as well. And I know they pick up more on that in the earlier albums, but mm-hmm. you just get that Minnesota twang. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, and, and, yeah, just good punk revival stuff like you said midwesterns good americana punk mm-hmm. too it's like where i wish law dispute was going i don't know what's gonna happen with law dispute with their next album it's been yeah. a while but this is what i wish law dispute sounded more like mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point oh boy yeah good good, good times it was, it's, it's always it's always it was always a, a pleasure revisiting this too even whether it was just on my own because i just needed a good mm-hmm. Diddy to listen to, or even just just for this list as well. Yep, I, I knew right away too when we listened to it. Oh, this is definitely I making the top. And we listened to it right around the time of the it next album, didn't in, we? Uh, yeah, around the time that we listened to our number one album. You're right, the Numero Uno. Which Brian album. Fallon song do you want to listen to, Adam? <laughs> well, there's this Escape the Fate song called "I Am Human." <laughs> you may have heard of it. <laughs> you didn't know that was my number one. Or okay. Did I talk about that one already? I'm not sure. Who are you talking about that one? I'm playing Sleepwalkers. One I'm, I'm, no, I'm playing. I'm playing Forget Me Not. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Where do we begin with this, man? Um, how do you even pick like a favorite song on this you can't. album? You just pick. You just pick a song. You, you pick six out of the twelve. Mm-hmm. Put them on your list of best songs of yep. the year. And fuck you, it. All 12 of these songs are some of my best songs of the year. You, you think back to the beautiful times that you've spent at, at the shows. Mm-hmm. You listen to Painkillers and you're like, that's cool. And then you put this album on. <laughs> you know, I didn't believe you when you were like, it puts Painkillers to shame. And and then I listened to Painkillers again. I'm like, Adam, he's just being silly. I'm like, oh my God, he's right. <laughs> Painkillers is so good. It's so good, but it pales in comparison oh, to how been, great been, this album is. I've been turning painkillers on anytime I'm driving with Nora in the yeah. car, just to get her starting to hear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, just plant those seeds, right? Yes. Yeah. There was one day she was singing Steve McQueen with us. Oh, so. really? But oh, this, amazing. This song will always suck me in. It's it, it's it's about death. It's about it's about it's about everything great. Yeah, it's about <laughs> lost love, lost love, and. Like, hey, would you come to my grave? I come to your grave. I come to your grave. I play play that song by that band that you love. Here comes the sun, little darling. Yeah. So, luckily, through the difficult times of the year, the ups and the downs, mm-hmm. and this album was always there. <laughs> this album is about everything, and it, I think it. I think this is a good album to play, regardless of like the emotion that you're trying to convey because it's yes. got a little bit of everything in there it's got it's, it's got loss it's got love it's got reminiscing it's got existential dread it does <laughs> so it, much existential it, it, dread you know the, it's not the heartbreak stuff he's found his love he's found his love there's still he's the also worry. haunted by past love and whether or not that's going to affect him in the future going forward can some of us relate to that <laughs> probably <laughs> maybe a little bit but uh, 
if you had to narrow down some of your favorite tracks, because I've I finally narrowed down my top six. Okay. <laughs> so, but obviously this one is on there. Obviously this one, Etta James. Etta James. Um, one that I'm not going to say because I'm definitely uh, going to talk about it. Okay. Because uh, if I talk about it right now, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> so we got Sleepwalkers, great songs. Sleep. Neptune, Watson. We got Wander with Me. We got. Come think, wander with me. Oh my God! I, I, Her Majesty's just, Service. That is an amazing love song. What, what I ended up doing was counting the songs that didn't have epic bridges in them. Okay. <laughs> Where this was one of them. This is kind of the bridge right here, right there, and then you just go back to the chorus. Yeah. So. I counted two that didn't have epic choruses. Or are those bridges, the I ones mean. that are like your least favorite? <laughs> and it, but one that included it was even on the final track. Um, see on the other side. If you hold on, hold like he just repeats it. Yeah, it's epic though. It's perfect. It's it's great. Oh. I don't know what it is about his ability that just keeps this coming back. Yeah, he's just he's he's got a way with words that are. Like it's so simplistic, but but in a lot of ways, there he 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 sings things in a way that that convey more than he, I think even he is intending to. Mm-hmm. I you know uh, in, in in my opinion, like it, it, feel, it feels like a lot of these songs he's just kind of writing because they're fun, but then because we're sad boys <laughs> at heart, we listen heart. to these songs like oh my god he's. He's speaking directly to, to me soul. and my specific experiences. Oh man! Uh, yeah, and then when, w- when you get into the later half, like let's just go with Adam. What's Neptune. your number one album? Okay, Neptune. Okay. <laughs> let's let's just go with Neptune. I okay. mean, I could I could pick five more songs. Yeah, <laughs> but this is the one that like you know you, you you hear this beginning part and you're just like oh man here's the mojo uh, hand here's the mojo <laughs> hand. <laughs> Which was just like the like I, I'm gonna give it a pass just for the benefit, but yeah. then you hit you hit that that verse right there. Yeah. It's just, oh, just that swinging. The transitions too. There's no awkward transition uh, from like because you know, a lot of these songs have like different riffs for the different segments of the song, but mm-hmm. but they're, they they transition so well and it's all glued together with how well he's singing and how mm-hmm. well he's fitting these these complex emotions into the words that he's weaving together. So, I, because I've just never encountered an artist that did this to me. Out of yeah. all of the freaking grunge people I've listened to, and the fact that six years later I'm still like sending my wife's links for Gaslight Anthem yeah. shirts <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah, and I'm just like, I, I would like this shirt. Like usually I'm I'm done with a band by six yeah. years. I'm just like, okay, I've heard them. They're they're they're. I'm moving on. But... You mean you don't you're not gonna like that Word of Life shirt that I got you for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could get you another one to compliment the one I already got you. I know. Your wife got you a Neil I, Diamond shirt. I apparently. almost <laughs> feel like people in the seventies felt this way about Neil Diamond. I know, right? You know, Neil I Diamond. Think we're like, I think we are at that point now where like people are like we're at that obsession point of like Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. Neil Diamond, and like these amazing singer songwriters right. that cha- quote unquote change people's lives. Right. He is. Neil Diamond is a goddamn treasure. I agree with your wife. You got your your Cat Stevens and your Bob Dylans yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Which and you know we've got our Brian Fallon. Right. Oh, he's just in our generation. And, I, it, and it's like, 
And it's like, will will our 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 children understand this someday, or will they just be like, uh, it's boring dad music? You know, yeah, because like a part of me is like, oh, I want to share this with of you know, Zoe when she's like ready to you know explore music or right. explore music that I've enjoyed, right? But like, and if she doesn't like it, I don't know how I would feel. I'm <laughs> like, like, oh my I, god, I have to not love my daughter anymore. I just have to disown you, I guess. <laughs> but at least. We know we know that Dave's kids love Brian Fallon. Yes, and I I feel like you know luckily we we influence Dave to influence his own children. Yeah, <laughs> so so at funny. least we have that, right? <laughs> but um, but um, th- th- this album I feel like is not only just like the best album of this year. Holy shit! I I think I think this is my favorite album of all time. <laughs> I Did think you put it is- above. Devil, Devil and, God. and God. I think this is better than Devil and God. Because I'm still and Devil and City and the Light Divided and Still Searching and every other album I've ever listened to. <laughs> I, I mean that with no intense. I, I mean that with like no hyperbole. I love this album. Every second of it. I love every word that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, at the same time, I, like it's in my top three of all time. Yeah, I got my my Art of Drowning. I got my horrible crows, mm-hmm. and this is going to be this is going to beat out number, Black Sails and Sunset. There, yeah, I just don't know where it fits in those three. I still can't like finalize it, but I don't I don't know. I I I save this album to the very last one out of all sixty seven of my albums and EPs, and I just I sat in my office and just listened to this and like, fuck, it's, what are you going to do? It's just it's just the best. Not as much as I used to at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't driven in my car listening to it in a while. That's usually where it would get me. Yes, <laughs> since my commute is shorter now. <laughs> epic bridge. Oh my god. 55? Oh my god. I assumed it was like 45, maybe. Oh man. Oh. It's just. And I know it sounds. Man. And I know that I sounds like it. selfish, and that's. I know that. It's just. And I want to make fun of me a little bit, but but I I just and I want to spread it. <laughs> it's like I felt this way about other artists in the past. Like if people just listened to these albums, there'd be no war in the world, you know. <laughs> but people before yourself as well, right? And it's like, is that is that relatable? Some of us. <laughs> Maybe, maybe just a little bit, and then when you go from here, when you go here into Watson, and you're just like, you're oh, so. Good. I don't even know if like that was an accident. If it was like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and luckily, see you on the other side. Even though it is so emotionally heavy, like the fact that it's just acoustic helps <laughs> to just like let you down easy and end the album without. You know, destroying you, I guess, but. And I still cry when it's this album. It's, it's, it's. 
one perfect. It's, it's, it's like a, a once in a lifetime album, I think. I don't even know if he'll ever. There's some, but like it's it's the pedestal, and it's almost yeah. like it's like, do you want him to stop now or just Maybe, <laughs> or keep think, trying? <laughs> and I think this is why for you it was a mediocre year. This one and uh, Tiny Moving Parts just kind of like so distanced air, themselves. February 9th. Right. Oh my goodness. It was literally a week after we learned that our daughter was going to have oh, terrible God. you know, lip issues and we had no idea where our lives would take us and that was a that was a very nice distraction during that week to just like not worry about that for a little while and and it wasn't until I jumped into the lyrics like the day before we talked about it back in February. And then I was just like, How did you Oh hold my God. I, cause I only listened to it while I was driving. So I, so finally I just like brought him up on my phone. And I was just like, Oh, this is a lot heavier than I even thought it was originally. <laughs> so, uh, and I told my wife about it and I was like, it's so crazy. It's like, it's like he, it's like he's in a better place, but he's still worried that it, it could fall apart. And she's passive aggressively told, told me, does it really? <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> but I knew she was like coming from a place of jest because she knows where sure. I stand with, with him. And she's, she stopped making fun of me. But now even if she makes fun of me, I can, I can just like roll it off. Cause like, whatever mm-hmm. you, you don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't live and die by her opinions of my music. Anymore. Oh, of course. I mean, nobody should live and die by anybody else's opinion, but their own. <laughs> so thank you for bearing with me through my, <laughs> she face planted. That was my, funny. My reluctant top 10, even though I was unsure. I think we were all just like waiting. To- <laughs> I know. I know. It's been a long three weeks. Okay. And again, I might listen to Hot Mulligan and Goodbye Amity Affliction real yeah. fast. <laughs> very, very thin ice. Still some great songs, but very thin ice. <laughs> Which one will top the best songs? That'll be an interesting... I... I wish that you would break your rule of one song per album. I can't, dude. I mean, I'm going to have to see how I do that this year and not have six Brian Fallon songs in my top 12. Especially this year. If I don't do that, I'm just going to be talking about Sleepwalkers in its entirety. But we'll... Yeah, so I have to kind of... Well, maybe you could do two songs. It is your possibly your best album of all time. <laughs> you know, that's pretty freaking dope to to hear about. I uh, maybe by the end of the year I'll tell you if it's in my where it is in my top three. <laughs> but if you, yeah, it's above everything else. It's above every Gaslight album. It's just man, I just I had no idea. I don't know, but I'll take it. <laughs> all right. Until next time. We've rambled on long enough. We could go on for another hour about sleepwalkers. Uh, but uh, thank you guys so much. And once again, uh, thank you for uh, for, for spending your uh, December with us. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we talked about, all the albums that we talked about the last three weeks. What is your favorite album and why is it Sleepwalkers? <laughs> <laughs>
We have our community, and we've definitely influenced them, and I'm happy for that. (laughs) It's like I I hate living in an echo chamber sometimes, but like when it comes to Brian Fallon, (laughs) but now that my baby doesn't spit up on me every day, I can finally start wearing my Brian Fallon shirts again because I've been not wanting to wear them because I didn't want to have you know white goo coming down them. (laughs) Oh no, somehow. Well, you guys have an amazing. Keep uh, you know, uh, keep it tuned to our social media channels because we'll let you know when we'll be getting together to talk about our favorite song. I think you will. Songs are Adam's favorites in Sleepwalkers. That's exactly what he's. Uh, you got anything left to say? That's for it, man. Last That's 2018. It. We've uh, we we've exhausted our families enough. Yeah, and thank you guys for being patient with us with this transition year for us. And I know it's like difficult for. Us because you didn't get to see each other every week like we're like we're used to. So we thank you guys for being for understanding that we can't do this every week anymore. So well, we'll talk to you guys sometime soon. We love you all very, very much.